Hey, hey guys, it's your girl Sin, aka She Is New Day, and you're listening to your favorite show, Cannabis and Chardonnay, with your favorite people, Stylist and Sin. Yo, yo, yo. Today we have a very special guest, and so, Silas, are you excited about our special guest? I'm always excited about our guests. Me too. I just think that it's awesome connecting with like-minded people. And so, you know, if you haven't, I know we're supposed to be social distancing, but if you haven't already, link up with new people. You know what I mean? I know everybody has watched The Circle on Netflix. <laughs> but anyways, guys, like I said, it's your girl, Sin, a.k.a. She is New Day. You can find us on CannabisInChardonnay.com. You can also visit CC Live Podcast on Twitter as well as Instagram to never miss an episode. And Facebook, yes, we're on Facebook. We know you guys love Facebook, but some of their restrictions have kind of, you know, not allowed us to progress forward. So we're trying to do things right, guys. Keep it right, keep it tight. But without further ado, this this guy right here who's joining us, besides Stylus, he's good people. And in life, you have to understand how important it is when you attract good people. We have JB joining us, who yeah. is not only an enthusiast, but he happens to have a shit ton of knowledge on all things worldly. So we definitely mm -hmm. want to welcome JB to the building. Hey, thank you very much. Thank you for uh, having me on the show. appreciate that. Yes, yes. So guys, like I said, you, if you want to stay personally connected to each of us, you can always find out everything um, at CannabisAndChardonnay.com. But if you want to keep in touch with us directly, visit Instagram. JB, how can people find you online? Uh, on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Twitter, it's uh, Johnny Zero Cool is my handle, um, all spelled out. Uh, Johnny Zero Cool, and you can find me there. And then on LinkedIn, of course, I'm John Bailey. And uh, yeah, that's how you can find me. I love it. I love it, John. Thank you so much for tuning in to us. It's just so crazy, like what's been happening in the world. You know, we, we mentioned last week that we started this podcast two years ago. You know, a lot of different things transpired. We put the brand on hold to redevelop and do some things. But having, you know, seen the world turn upside down in the first three months of the year, I figured it was time to reignite the show, guys, um, and just continue to rock with us as we grow. So we want to just kind of dive in. Yes, Stylus? Yeah. Because I'm looking at, my phone is blowing up. I don't know about you, JB and Silas, but I get news directly yeah. to my phone every 15 minutes. I call it Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. Yeah, I've had to, uh, you know, look at all my notifications all over again and kind of reset them. I feel like um, it erupted, like, channels that were really quiet. For example, like my Apple News and... Uh, different social media accounts and like Twitter that weren't really, I mean, I have my people I follow, I have some notifications, but when this all really started to, to hype up, I feel that every single social media platform or different type of thing is like on full, full go. Like, so like I had to go and go, okay, I have to shut down half these things. Sometimes I can't even have a video call without the banner just constantly going. So it's an interesting time. It really is. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, wow, I know everybody, you know, I, I'm, I'm such an addict when it comes to social media. Like, literally, mm -hmm. I am trolling all the time. And by trolling, I mean, just reading people's stuff, engaging. Um, I don't go too deep or vulgar on things. But 
there was this one meme <laughs> that showed a picture of toilet paper and it said, when I said I would be tasting paper in 2020, I did not mean toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And it was funny, but it was also bittersweet because literally, I feel like February dwindled off and then March was completely hijacked. And now you have all of these celebrities promoting about COVID and the state quarantine. You know, we're hearing rumors from entities that are saying, hey, we were warned about this, but our government ignored it. Like, what have you guys been hearing about the whole COVID situation? I know everyone's annoyed. So, I mean, on my end, uh, it's it's interesting. So in my previous work up until last fall, I worked for a company that did a lot of product development in China. And I have a lot of digital nomad friends all over the world, right? So I I started getting a little buzz uh, just the end of December, early January, that there was a thing going around and people were being a little bit cautious about traveling. They didn't really know what was going on or how Mm -hmm. extensive it was. But, you know, I was getting a little bit of those those calls. And then about a week before, I'd say, which is Chinese New Year, which was a little bit early this year, it was the beginning of February, not in January. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have actually February. celebrated Chinese New Year together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a good time. It's, a, you know, it's almost like a second New Year sometimes if you're close to that culture. But for the Chinese people, they take it very seriously. They spend about three weeks to a month and they're really off and they're traveling and enjoying sights and family and, and really reconnecting and resetting. You see sometimes a lot of people are just leaving their jobs and starting something new. So they took it very seriously. And when I was getting friends that were reaching out to me going, I'm very sad because I can't go home. Like, well, what do you mean we can't go home? Well, you know, travel restrictions were already beginning there. And again, so they they really didn't know what it was, but it was happening. And in the US, quiet, like crickets, right? So between that and then as news started to come in, you're hearing about Everything from digital biomechanical warfare to conspiracies of, uh, you know, let's disrupt the economy to, you know, stifle voting to stifle, uh, you know, the way that things are going to a reset. And you're just looking and go, wow, who knows what, where and how? Because there's so many things. I mean, I, I read the other day about white supremacists using this to their advantage and wanting to yeah. actively spread it more. and you know, and, and I look at it and go, wow, there's, there's people, countries, the world is looking at this hugely. We saw what happened in Italy. We saw what happened. Yeah, it's way bigger Egypt. than a white black thing. Wow. No, so that, that 5G situation is important, too, only because, like, it mm-hmm. reminds me of when I was watching Watchmen, which was not renewed for a second year due to some conflicts. Yeah. Um, but it pretty much dealt with uh, Regina King. Yeah. Who was and the creator. And, and the creator. Uh, but however, the story dealt with Tulsa and it also dealt with present day and masquerades, people in masks, quote unquote, like mass singers. Oh, that's a good point. Yes. Uh, there were a lot of everyone had to be ooh, but, but everyone the, had to be masked and watchmen. You just reminded if you me were, of that. If you were vigilant, like the people who were vigilant and had their own beliefs, almost like religion, quote unquote, they had their own. It was know, all of the authorities. Like if you were a law enforcement, you had to cover your mouth and your nose, and all they could see was your eyes. Basically, yeah. you pointed out a great thing, but. Uh, 
I want to touch back on to what JB said in terms of China because you're a well-traveled person. I know personally you have been to China on multiple occasions. And for you to start getting, you know, pinged in your social community, in your personal community about what's going on out there, I find it interesting, but in a good way. So you're getting people who are kind of like, listen, we don't know what's going on. We want to be with our families. But our government is saying, hey, we're shutting down this part of Wuhan, China, because we feel like this is where the virus was birthed. And they start talk. They started to talk about all of the side effects of the whole 5G launch campaign. So Mm. it's really interesting to see how this virus has pretty much changed everyone's life. It's somewhat unpredictable, but they're giving us little hints. Am I the only one who's seeing this? No, you're not. It's crazy right now. I, I I believe we were going over an article on TMZ Sports about the sports athlete. Yeah, this is how crazy this pandemic has become. There is a sports player. He's actually from Serbia, but he plays for a Spanish team. Um, and his girlfriend's pregnant, so they're expecting their first child. And he said he had taken the coronavirus test twice and tested negative twice. And so he felt like that gave him permission to fly back home and spend time with his girlfriend who's pregnant with their first child. Like, I'm noticing that this whole pandemic, like I said, is affecting a lot of people. And the sad thing about the soccer player is that he's now facing jail time. Did you hear about that, JB? No, I didn't hear about that. Wow. This guy, the soccer player, and his name, I wrote it down because, you know, you got to be accurate. And she, but sure. his name is Luca Jovic, and mm-hmm. he plays on a Spanish soccer team. And basically, they put everyone in quarantine for two weeks, and they're like, "You can't associate, you can't travel, you can't do this." And the sad part is, we do know sports players have a vigorous travel schedule. Yeah. Um, and we're seeing all of these different celebrities come out and say that they have the virus, they're healing from the virus. Um, a lot of these videos, we see people sitting next to them. So it's, and it's crazy. It's crazy because on one part you hear about this virus, and on one part you hear about this five G network and radioactive frequencies that are actually causing people to have certain symptoms because we aren't fully in five G technically. Although five G was first created in 1980, uh, it still had to be developed as a stimulus. However, moving forward now in these times, like in all of our episodes, our previous episodes of Cannabis and Chardonnay, we discuss things about quantum, you physics. Know, quantum yeah. physics coming into Nano, play. Nanotechnology. Yes, now that quantum physics is, is here and they have found a way to contain it and use it however they see fit, it's, I believe that it's also connected with why Cognitive learning is huge in the artificial intelligence approach to the way civilization is going in this new autonomous economy. No, we ain't ready. (laughs) A lot of businesses are going, a lot of people are going out of business right now. Like this is. I'm seeing this. And like even people. Major corporations are still. Yes. Benefiting. I go to the doctor. Smaller businesses are found. I go to the chiropractor a lot. Um, and 
even in our doctor's office because the injury that I sustained, it's going to take me two more months to heal physically. And so I'm pretty much like halfway through my treatments. But even then, you know, because I have to go three times a week, my doctor said to me, listen, I want you to go to our Facebook page every morning to, you know, check in and see if we're open because the government is, it's like a, the government is only giving them notice on a day by day basis. Yeah. And so for me, I feel like once her office closes down, She's the one that people need to physically teach. What does the workforce look like, you know, with all of these things? Because if, if, if mandatory specialists and doctors and or grocery stores and or gas for vehicles, like all of these things are to be taken into consideration, right? If all of these things are put on curfews or we have, you know, restrictions, I'm really wondering what that's going to look like for the workforce. We also had discussed in previous episodes of um, working from home, yeah. exiting your nine to five and Absolutely. different topics that had to deal with working at home or what they call remote or also what they call WFH, work from home. But the sad part is how many people actually know how to work from home? What do you think about that, JB? Oh, I think uh, a lot of people don't know how to work from home and because I, it's a it's a discipline yeah. to work from home. Let, let's let's see, make it simpler to work out, to eat healthy, to be mindful, to you know practice something as simple as journaling. It it takes discipline and something at at, at grand scale as far as maintaining a professional job cadence rhythm. You find a lot of people. I mean training and onboarding and things like orientation wouldn't exist if there wasn't some kind of business structure conditioning that is necessary for someone to find the rhythm or or acclimate to the rhythm that the company has already put in place that makes sense for their business. So you find a lot, people are dependent on being told what to do and how to do it. And if you take that away and you say, hey, you know, here's your job and here's your you know, what you need to do and it's due by this day, have fun and smack you in the butt on the way out the door with a computer and a phone, you're going to find that they may not know where to find that rhythm. And it, and it, and it comes down to so many things, you know, myself and, and you, you two both being some um, people that are good at doing that. We have our things, right? We have our, our rhythm for coffee as much as we have like where my pens are on my desk, where's my notebook, yes. like where's my computer? Yeah. Like there's just this environment you set up because you're going to live in that environment. You know, even in my professional settings, I still change my desk arrangement like once every few months, even almost a quarter, yeah. just to take up the energy. And you do that in your house too. So, yes. you know, for, for, I would say, you know, the general, let's go a general sense of public that they have the ability to work from home. I don't think it's, I don't think it's there. It's attainable. It's available. It, it could have always been, but right. Let's think about it though. If it always was that easy or it was most people were able to do it, more people would be doing it It'd just be, you know, that's the brass tax of it. And so I, I don't see it that a majority of people would be able to do it that way. Right. Within in enabling a person, right. Mm-hmm. With drastic measures such as this, people have to come up with, a new idea. And also a lot of people are going to be exposed is going back to this box, you know? Well, yeah, they need to be activated. Right. Um, I think people, and I guess 
the ability between able and capable of is I believe everyone is capable of it. Able for me, it's like a, a will is like, do they have the willpower? Will they choose that for themselves? Yeah. And what is the mindset that they're going to have to adopt or it's going to have to you know, unearth from within inside of themselves to test themselves and actually achieve that at a successful level. And it's not going to happen the first time, probably fail, probably, you know, change up every day for the first week just to see what works. But I believe if they have the right mindset around it, you know, they'll, they'll be able to be capable of it for sure. Did you, not to cut you off, I, I was just trying to add to it. Did you hear about IBM? They had an article six hours ago that said, see how our tools and resources for remote learning can help teachers, students, and partners stay connected and engaged. Yeah, big, a big, hey, look at us and uh, how awesome our stuff is there waiting for you in this time of crisis. Pick it up, pay for it, use it. It's there. It's almost like, a, you know, we don't want to say we want to benefit from it or take, you know, liberties from what's happened here. But the reality is, is it's kind of there, like writing on the wall. It's, uh, you know, how they're spinning it. And it's kind of backhanded. Is if it pretty much like met us at a specific time, because I've been reading these articles and other episodes. We also talked about like IBM and technology corporations, biotech and science as the world is shifting towards STEM, science, technology, engineering, mathematics, STEM. And now that they have a supercomputer, IBM has a supercomputer. Uh, yeah. They will Watson. Watson. Yeah, Watson is a cognitive approach. Yes, for sure. So you you've been reading up on that for sure. Yes, yes. I want to touch a little bit back onto the workforce, right? Because I know all of us were in our thirties, and you know we come from a time before technology ruled. Like we had our forms of technology, but it was not handheld for the most part. And what I want to get your opinions of is, do you guys remember kind of studying in social studies class about all the different industries that came and went as the world progressed? Yeah. Yeah. Matter of fact, I dug up a box of Time magazines from the late 90s into the 2000s that I'd collected oh. from my later years of high school. And I showed my son recently because he's, yeah. uh, you know, he's in high school. He's 16. I said, hey, here's what social studies or current events looked like back then. We didn't have cell phones and, you know, um, big multimedia. And, like, email was the biggest thing maybe from <laughs> yeah, 97 yeah. or 2000, right? So, and, 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 you <laughs> and you were very, very picky about what you subscribed to. So the reality is, is like, that didn't exist that way. And we said, we used to have old magazines and these are really, you know, good journalism, great editors. This wasn't like, uh, you know, a writer that wrote it out overnight and all of a sudden this is a bunch of vomited opinions. This is facts and research. And, um, yeah, no, so 100%, uh, it's, I remember it from high school very vividly, actually. It's, it's interesting. Like you, you're touching on so much and I'm like, people remote learning. I want to dive into that because we, like I said, we all had experience learning about the different industries and how the world adapted and how resilient the human spirit is when it comes to these kind of things. You know, if I put my little spiritual spin on it, there's a scripture in the Bible where God tells us to be fruitful, multiply, and of course have dominion over the earth. And then Jesus backed up those statements by saying greater works will you do 
So if we combine that mindset of we're supposed to have dominion of the earth and we're going to do great works, we need to start tapping into what that looks like for us because it seems every hundred years or so or you know, every two to three decades, things are changing and there are different ways for people to gain a livelihood. And so right now with remote learning, I think it's going to be a little difficult for people who are used to going to a building, clocking in, and then taking eight hours to do something that may only take three to four hours and then being open to other work, you know, for the company. And so my thing is this, it's like if people have only been trained to be employees, which means show up, punch in, do what I tell you, maybe your ideas might be accepted, but if when they are accepted, I'm going to make you jump through a bunch of hoops before this manifests itself. And so to take people who are used to being guided and reared and putting them at home, I'm just like, <laughs> binge watching TV is probably on the, the minds of a lot of people. I think binge yeah. for sure is going to be on the minds of people, but that's the honeymoon phase. Because that's oh, what, yeah. you know what I mean? Like from my perspective. Oh, yeah. So most people, would, most yeah. people, look, the working class goes to work, come home, and they can't wait to binge watch. That's their moment. That's their free time. That's their recess. Yeah. Right? Yeah. To reset. And then, now that they get to work remote, I think that it's going to, almost like a social experiment, sad to say, there's going to be some defects, but then there are going to be some people who actually, I think there are some, some new creators on the rise. Absolutely. Due to being isolated and having to look within as mm-hmm. opposed to always focusing on what's outside, what's outside, what's outside. Exactly. Because why, most people go outside to go to church, but the body... They've stopped that. Like restaurants in five major cities. No, absolutely. But I'm saying in five major cities, they have made state of emergencies where you cannot leave your house. There is a curfew when you order and do things it's like dine, dine out only type of things. And so my thing, like I said, is this is the perfect time for all of you who have entrepreneurial dreams, you know. To this, go get it. Yeah, Enjoy now, it. Yeah. Now that you've binge watched all your favorite shows, you've caught up with all your friends and relatives and you've touched base with everyone. How are you actually spending your time? You know what I mean? If you have a dream and a goal, see how the world is changing and you're directly being affected by this change, I am curious to know how people are utilizing that time. You know, this whole social distancing campaign is driving nuts because it's like, okay, don't connect with other people, but every idea that is created, it needs people. So, And funny thing about what you just said and creativity and things being digital and mobile, uh-huh. which helps automate things further, even companies such as T-Mobile, who actually just went through like the all-star merger with Boost Mobile, Sprint, and T-Mobile, their stats are increased. Their MMS texting is up 77%. Calls are lasting 17% longer. Mm -hmm. Smartphones as hotspots is up to 38%, and gaming is up to 45%. So nobody's working. Nobody's but worried about is, your future. GameStop, <laughs> GameStop just put out an article announcing how they're closing their stores down to do things digital in the new business drive. 
Thank you. So gaming is up 45%. The next highest score is texting. So pretty much, like I said, people are catching up or they're recreating, which it could be binge watching or playing games. But the real question is, is what is your plan for the future? How are you going to navigate as the world changes, as they usher in a new world order and all of the new rules how are you going to start to operate? How will you condition yourself? And these are questions that I was like, boom, 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 shooting you up like bullets. But these are questions that need to come to mind because I feel like people should really be paying attention to how they're spending their time. They should really be tuning in to ask themselves what they really want. Can I say something? Yes. 50 minutes ago on Twitter, Juicy J, I smoked all day, drank some McQueen, and watched the stock market. What y'all on? Question mark. <laughs> JB, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? And this is the, this comes from the author of Bands Will Make You Dance. So, JB, what do you feel? Like, what do you think about this whole remote society that's developing? And how do you think it's going to, like, affect our livelihood moving forward? How will people earn money? I mean, I, I think it's going to make people uncomfortable at first. I think uh, there's a lot of people that are in trade skills that also we're front-facing with the public that are in a scramble right now. They don't really know what they're going to gravitate to. Uh, maybe they worked a lot of hours and a lot of time to own and uh, craft their uh, skill and now it's where dead in the water. So I think that there's a handful of people that are going to look at that and say, I just can't wait to get back to work because mm -hmm. that's all they know. And they, yeah. they haven't, and they're, they're intimidated even by the idea that they would shift to something else. Mm -hmm. I think there's a large amount of people that are, are doing exactly what we see in the, the statistics, right? Like they're, they're catching up on mm -hmm. things they weren't doing. So they, they finally slowed down, you know, the universe, maybe for them is saying you've been going at this pace that's uncontrollably unhealth, like just like not healthy for you. And they're looking at that. So they, they get to catch up and reach out to family members. They'd never reached out before, check news, watch their shows, do their gaming. You know, um, I think there's a handful of people that just don't, don't care. They're just like, they're, you know, you see it, you see it on the beaches in Florida, you saw it. I had a friend tell me about the beaches in Corona del Mar, which is in California, that said, you know, we went to the beach yesterday and it was packed and we don't understand why. Like they were so scared actually and timid because they thought that maybe they were going to go through like for a social distancing walk. They live there. So the yeah. beach is only within like, uh, you know, less than a quarter mile of a walk for them. And then they started entering into the beach area and all these people and literally ran back home because they're like, wait a second, we're supposed to be keeping distance in this all these people frolicking, playing and having a good time. And so they're looking at this. So there's people like that that just are just dismissive of this or want to call it a hoax or want to say it's being overhyped. It's not really a threat. It's just a flu. And there's that, right? And then there's people, okay, in the workforce that they've looked at, they said, something has came and interrupted my life. I've been wanting to do this thing for so long. Um, let's say I want to be a designer, right? And you see it in TechCrunch and all that. They're, they're right now... Their two hundred dollar master class is like twenty nine bucks, and yeah. so all the signs are aligning, and they're saying, "Hey, you can do this, and you've been wanting to do it, and now it's affordable, kind of like a little bit more than it used to be. You don't have to go spend that extra cost to get it done. Are you going to do it?" So then there's the choice: Are you going to choose that that way, and then keep going when this stops? So it's an interesting question you pose: Like, what are you going to do after this? 
for them to think that they have to choose what they're going to do today to make that make sense every single day over and over and over again, they're going to be faced with that choice. And it's an uncomfortable one because the comforts that we've all lived in in society have been very well mapped out for us. We have our phones, we have our social media, we have our you know, ways of making some money or you had your job and you were fine and you had your office culture. And so for a lot of people, they've been in this rigor, this mouse wheel of I work, I, I work hard, I, I produce a great result, I come home, I either, you know, go to bed or I do a gym, go to bed, see my partner, don't see my partner, whatever, and then do it again tomorrow and do it again tomorrow. And I like my life like that. It's simple, it's, it's comfortable, it's safe, and there we are. And then so the unsafe part is, okay, now look at, um, looking at all that, wow, I just noticed I have a room that has been unfinished. And, I'm, and so I, ha- I have friends painting baseboards and doing crazy stuff and retiling their house and doing their backyard. And it's like, yeah, finally catching up on shit that they want to do. <laughs> yeah, they're catching up on the stuff. So for some people, it's it's personal just health and, and happiness. They wanted to do those things and now they're doing them. For some, it's going to be they're going to challenge themselves to do something new. For some, they're going to be in complete breakdown. For some, they're going to be waiting to go back. Like, can I go back? Can I go back, please? Because I'm, I'm losing and this is the only thing I know how to do. So there's a mix of people. I think overall, I look at it and go, as a society, as a world, we've gotten really comfortable. We've gotten really, really yeah, stagnant. This change, wherever it's coming from, this interruption is, it, and we got a lot of fingers pointing within day. This is a huge interruption and what's on the other side of it, you know, and what are you going to do when you have the opportunity on the other side of it to create something new? I agree. I agree 100%. Like I literally, I saw a meme today. There I go with my stalking and trolling, but I saw a meme that showed two images. And the first image was a family sitting together, but everyone was on some sort of device from a phone to a tablet to the, Um, talking part of being on the phone to the internet web search type thing, right? Being on the laptop. And the second picture had people out at a beach and the caption read people every day before Corona. And it had a whole family sitting together in the same room space on their phones and people during Corona, it had everybody outside at the beach. Right. And so (laughs) it's like our society is reverting back to, our origins in the sense of you had a lot more entrepreneurs, people who had trades that they specialized in, whether it be farming or welding or, you know, robotics and technology, etc. They had specific trades that worked for their time. And we're in the digital age, you know, and so that being acknowledged, we have to find out what our tools are for this particular time. And we have to start applying that. But we have literally had the reset button pushed on our asses. And I think people, it's time for you to exit the nine to five and not just the physical building, the mentality of depending on other people and systems that will give you the capital that you need to do things that you really want to do. We come from people who worked in society before technology ruled it. Therefore, they knew all of the things that they need to do to maintain the lifestyle that they had and whatever that looked like for them. And I feel like we have the same resilience and adaptability as a society of human beings. I feel like we know 
what it is to evaluate where we are, see where we want to be, and start to plan for that. We don't know what's going to happen with the whole coronavirus pandemic, but we do know that as human beings, we are powerful. And like JB said earlier, if we have the will to do things differently, we can grow and accept contentment, right? But contentment is not something to be upset about. People have the opportunity to assess their current circumstances and they can then choose their behavior based on their reception and perception of what's going on. And so right now, even though fear is being pumped into society and everyone has now decompressed and wrapped their mind around the fact that, hey, our world is changing. We may need to consider how we're going to adapt and coexist in this new world. And so that being acknowledged, let us know, guys. Tell us how you feel about the future. What does your future hold? Do you have a plan for your future post-corona? We know a lot of people have lost their jobs. Some companies have put employment on hold. Other initiatives have been, you know, appearing that are funds given for people who may not have the money or the time, whatever the case may be, they're going to be compensated during this pandemic. Like, let this be an initiative to help you think about the nine to five mentality. You don't need to be punching a clock. You don't need anyone to monitor you and tell you, you know, when you can or cannot do something. Yes, you know, you're going to have responsibilities in your career, but exiting that mentality of the nine to five is very important. And so that being said, we thank you guys for tuning in and rocking with us and, and just, you know, letting us know what you thought. We see all of the comments. I'm going to be responding shortly. So thank you guys for those things. But really, guys, take heed, be encouraged. Don't start tripping on out and things like that. You know, roll up, pour up. Tonight we were smoking on, like Silas said, Triangle Kush. We had us some yellowtail Chardonnay. <laughs> yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. Hey, it was a $13 bottle of wine. It's all about wine. the experience and who you're sharing it with. Well, I had fun sharing a glass of uh, Chardonnay with you and a joint of Triangle Kush. It's putting me in a nice, relaxed mode. And I'm very grateful for JB. JB, thank you for joining us and contributing. No, thank you for having me. And for everyone that's listening, I encourage you to find your passion. Find what is going to drive you to pull out of this in a way that's going to change and disrupt your life in a positive way and really surrender and accept that that passion that you may define for you is going to be what takes you into the next phase of your journey of your life. Because this happens often, right? We see things disrupt our lives every five, 10 years at a global scale, everything down to, uh, you know, somebody is in a rut every few weeks. And so something out there saying, it's time for change. I just encourage everybody that's listening, find that change, be powerful and truly own it. And uh, we'll see you on the other side. That's right, people. It's your girl, Sin, a.k.a. She is New Day. You're tuned in to Cannabis and Chardonnay. It's your boy, Stylist. Yo, tune in. www.twostylist.com 
www.cartoonmatrix.com. Hey. And hit up jcmediaagency.com. JB, let our guests know how they can keep in touch with you because he is a motivational speaker, guys. He is a marketing consultant, an expert marketing consultant at that. He's a content creator. Um, he does it all. I believe that you need to contact with JB. Please let the people know how they can stay in contact with you. Social media, follow me at Johnny Zero Cool on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And uh, LinkedIn, you can actually just search John Bailey, Las Vegas. I'm sure you'll find me. I'm also starting another project, which is part of what you were speaking to, creating and coaching uh, businesses, professionals, executives on how to get out of their shit and be a lot more emotionally intelligent about their life and the way that they treat their businesses. And that is www.themindsetgenesis.com. And it's a creator's den as well as uh, I can be reached there as well. Or John at themindsetgenesis.com. You heard it, guys. Check out Mindset Genesis. I believe that's a perfect name that culminates this whole first quarter of 2020. It's time to have a Mindset Genesis, guys. Check out JB. Support him. Follow him. Like him. Share him on all of his platforms. And don't forget to check out the Exit Your 9 to 5 podcast, guys. If you're an entrepreneur looking for tips and tools to help you excel, you definitely want to tune into the Exit Your 9 to 5 podcast. It's hosted by me, Sin, and, um, and our special guest. JB, I will be on the Exit Your 9 to 5. It's a great platform. We're super excited about it. Yes, guys. So if you have questions, if you need consultations, reach out to JB, reach out to us. And we just want to rock with you during this COVID-19 pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Cannabisandchardonnay.com. You know the website. Follow us. Like us everywhere. CC Live Podcast.